It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Fast Talk. Street Talk. Mike Graham. Fighting the good fight with all his might. Providing a welcome dose of common sense for the common people. Solid Talk. Hot Talk. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham. On your mobile, on your wavelength, talk radio and talk TV. Welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham. It is, of course, the afternoon. Welcome to the land of milk and honey, uh, the place where everybody wants to come, the place where the streets are paved with gold, the place where you can go anywhere you like uh, without being questioned and, in fact, without being stopped and without being searched and without uh, being asked for your papers. Maybe we should start doing things like that in order to make sure that some of the people coming here are actually here for the right reason, because we now find out that something like 1.2 million people came uh, in 2022. Forget about the net results, which is around about 600,000, approximately the size of Glasgow, approximately the size of Bristol. Uh, These places, uh, of course, could be now filled uh, with migrants who have come here legally, some of them bringing members of their family to either study, to work, uh, or to just sort of hang out, it would seem, because it's such a cool place. It is, isn't it, Britain? It's a lovely place, but it is getting a bit full. Let's talk to Rod Little, who joins us, as he does every Thursday. Columns from the Times and the Sun, of course. Rod, a very good morning to you. Afternoon, I should say. Good afternoon, Mike. How are you doing, mate? Well, it's been a bit of a busy old morning as I've been trying to sort of, you know, scale up the uh, the numbers. And it seems that uh, the, 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 the great Tory government that we've got was trying to tell us that there would be a million. And they're now trying to tell us, well, it's only 600,000. I mean, for heaven's sake, it's not as bad as it could have been. It's. I don't look at the figures anymore because it depresses me so much. <laughs> it's a bit like it's a bit like when Millwall are playing badly. I just avoid the scores. Yes. Uh, you, you know, <clears throat> I, I find it indescribably infuriating that we cannot do anything to reduce the amount of legal immigration to this country. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't remotely understand why we can't do anything about it. I just do not understand. But and, and this, despite the, this, despite the fact that they, we keep being told they're going to do something about it, yeah, but they have, they seem to have no intention of, of doing anything about it. I mean, I think the, 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 a couple of the problems, you know, any form of immigration uh, does provide a short-term boost to the exchequer, uh, to the treasury, you know, uh, and I think they like that. But the problems it stores up for us mm. in terms of the, uh, I, I mean. Part, part of the infrastructure, obviously, you know, the schools, yeah. the hospitals, the housing, uh, you know, we have a housing crisis. Uh, and you will still find morons on the left I- insisting that we build more houses and denying that immigration is any is any part of the problem yes. at all. I mean, well, I, 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 I cannot reason with those people. You cannot 
talk to them. No. Uh, if they if they can't see that six hundred thousand people coming in means that we will need to build more houses, to, I, I I just can't cope with that level of. Uh, rank stupidity. Idiocy. Well, this is the thing. And I mean, the idea that you wonder why the roads are so busy all the time. Uh, yeah. And that has also got nothing to do with the vast numbers of people coming in. It's also risable. But let's have a look at Rishi Sunak, because we were rather surprised this morning to see that the Prime Minister had indeed decided to get himself out there for a grilling uh, by the media and by the press, because he probably thought that he should give at least one reason why uh, the numbers were so high. And he went on to that uh, bastion of um, rigidity news uh, this morning, the world's most toxic sofa on television. Let's have a look what he said numbers are too high. It's as simple as that. And I want to bring them down. And that's why this week we announced some new measures. And I think pretty much the, the biggest thing that anyone's ever announced to bring the levels of migration down. And it's a new policy which limits the amount of family members that people who are studying here can bring with them when they come and study here. And what we've seen over the last few years is that number of dependents has just absolutely spiralled. Almost 150,000 dependents of people who are studying here coming. We're saying from now on, that's not going to be allowed. Yeah, of course, I, do, I want to bring the numbers down. The measures we've announced this week are more impactful than anything that anyone has ever announced before when it comes to tackling migration. But to your point, Craig, what are people are talking about when I'm out and about in cafes, restaurants, wherever it might be, they do talk to me more about illegal migration. And I'm sure your viewers, you know, when you see things on your TV screens, people coming here illegally on small boats across the channel, I think that really says to people, hang on, that's really not, not properly in control. Um, yeah. Right. So really the message, the message really is, is, yeah, isn't it amazing, isn't it? The message is, we, nobody's ever done anything like this before. Um, how on earth did it get to a point where you've got 150,000 people coming here because they want to sit in with the people who are actually studying? That's there, mad. There should be no dependence allowed in no. for people studying here. None at all. These are adults who are coming here to do, to do a degree and they don't need to have a parent or, as frequently happens, an aunt, several uncles and 14 nieces <laughs> coming to stay with them. You know, it's ludicrous, absolutely yeah. ludicrous. And, and it should be stopped forthwith. Not reduce the number of dependents, right. but stop them coming. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, I was told a story today, actually, by somebody who said, actually, the, the thing about these people who are coming is quite often they've failed to qualify to go to a university in their home country. So mm. that's why they've decided to come here. And the two countries yeah. where most of the dependents are coming from appear to be India and Nigeria. Yes, indeed. Yeah, because we don't have enough Indian or Nigerian people in here at the moment. No. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's just horribly inept. And it's not just the, uh, it's not just the, the, the student migration. Because at least the student migration does bring us in some money for people who are studying at our third-rate universities. Yes. Um, it's all the other uh, uh, dependents who come over once someone has been settled. You know, it, 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 there is an endless list and there is, seems to be nothing that we can do to stop it. I think it's time to clamp down on dependencies and say no more. No. That's it. An end. Yeah. Why, I mean, end. what would be wrong with that? Why can they not just say, well, that's very nice. You want to come and study at the uh, University of North Buckinghamshire, you know, economics and drain cleaning. However, um, you cannot bring your wife uh, or your other wife uh, or, or your three children. Sorry. No, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what we should do. I, I don't see 
why that's a problem. I suppose originally it will have been in there uh, in order to give us a, a leg up, you know, um, it, so that we seem to be a more attractive country to come to. Um, I want to uh, be a less attractive country. That, well, that's exactly right. We've got to we've got to make this country even less attractive than it is now. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we could all come up with some ideas for that. <laughs> but that's that's what we ought to be doing because it is, no matter what Richie says, he hears from people out on the street um, in the uh, cafe society that he inhabits. Well, yes, yeah. I mean, um, uh, from one bottle of Sancerre to the next, um, I, I, I it's. It, the legal migration is far, far more of a problem both socially yes. and numerically than is the illegal immigration which we have coming over here from, you know, Calais. Yeah, I mean, it really is quite an extraordinary state of affairs because, obviously, the number coming, as he says, on small boats, which seems to be more worrying to people, it's not because what's actually happening is that the far bigger number, 1.25 million you can't possibly say in any stretch of the imagination that's not having a massive impact. Well, of course it's having an impact, and it's also having an impact on the, on, on the culture and dem- demography of the, of the country. And people say you mustn't talk about this because it's racist, but it is the tenor and appearance and tone and culture of the country which is being changed mm. as a consequence of this inward migration. And we didn't vote for that. You know, it, it may be that some people would like the tenor and tone and culture of this country to be changed, in which case, you know, let's put it in a manifesto and see how many people vote for it. Yes. Um, so I think it's still the case that when asked, the majority of people think that uh, that uh, 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 immigration hasn't been beneficial overall. Mm. And I think that's probably about right. Let's talk about the evil Tories, uh, though, because they've been all at the centre of, uh, before this day, before the immigration statistics came out, and you've written about it in The Sun today, Boris Suella Raab, all victims of the blob. And, of course, if you are from the left, uh, you don't believe the blob exists. And in fact, you think it's an insult to call anything the blob. It's just a construct invented by the Tories to blame something, uh, blame, blame something for everything that's gone wrong. Well, no, it's interesting, isn't it? I saw a... I saw a piece by Chris Mullin, the the, the old, uh, uh, very left-wing Labour MP, a good bloke, Chris Mullin, uh, who wrote a novel in 1982 called A Very British Coup. Yes, a great this TV was, show that was as well. Yeah, it was a, a decent TV show. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, and it was a decent, it was a decent stab at a political novel, I thought, by by Chris Mullin. Um, and basically what happened was a very left-wing Labour administration was elected to power on a popular vote, but basically the civil service... Uh, and various other sectors of the country, the establishment stopped it doing what it wanted to do yes. uh, deliberately. Uh, and that came from a time when the civil service was pretty much unequivocally on the right. Yes, you know, it was it was a, it was a right wing, um, a conservative establishment. It's changed, and now it's on the left, and it is doing everything it possibly can to stop um, the Conservative Party from running this country in a way which they yeah. want to. And it's singling out ministers one after the other, whether it be Priti Patel, Dominic Raab, uh, or indeed, as we're seeing now, Suella Braverman. Uh, and through an insidious campaign of whispering, of leaks to the Labour Party, of which we know that they have very, very close contact indeed, uh, and may soon be run by a former civil servant. Yes. Uh, uh, the, the, the ludicrous Sue, Sue Gray. Gray. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's it, it, it is. I mean, to use that phrase which Thatcher used, it is an enemy within. 
Yeah. Uh, and there's no doubt about that. Uh, and we remember as well, you know, uh, how utterly averse the civil service was to Brexit. Um, to what the country decided it wanted to do, rightly or wrongly. Um. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment. You can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And that somewhere in the region of 96% of civil servants were uh, pro-Remain. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it is a deeply, deeply ideologically partisan institution. And someone needs to take a large yes. mallet to it. Well, they've worked out rather cleverly, I suppose you might say, that uh, it doesn't matter who wins the election, they can just stop anybody from doing anything. And yeah, sort of, that's right. And, and, they're, and they're sort of, their modus operandi is just to stick a cog in the works of everything. Uh, so yes. nothing moves. Yes, that's right. And it's a, it's a bit disappointing. I mean, I can see why they do it, but it's a bit disappointing to see Sakir and his friends going along with it. I heard Emily Thornbury spouting gibberish this morning. Oh, yeah. uh, well, that's all she ever spouts, isn't it? Pretty much, pretty much. Um, and, you know, they will be hoist by their own petard one of these days. And, of course, back in the 80s, the civil service did do its best to thwart Labour. Mm. <laughs> you know, I don't have any doubt about that. Mm. So they should understand where this is coming from. But it's a partisan organisation, yeah. and... We, we've got to we've got to break it up somehow. I don't know how. I yeah. don't know what one should do about it. Well, I mean, I guess you'd have to have a look at how they did it and take the leaf out of their book because I I reckon it was all done during the Blair years, uh, where Blair basically kind of completely re-established the establishment as left wing. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I think I think it was a long procession. I think beginning from the mid eighties, uh, all the institutions which we used to think of as being small c conservative yeah. would be the church of england which at the time was under a small c conservative george carey uh the bbc yeah. uh, certainly light entertainment was kind of small c conservative uh the civil service the judiciary yeah. uh, the judiciary seems to have turned into a kind of the police uh, yeah and the and the, and the police <laughs> yeah all, all these institutions have been captured uh, in a gramscian manner if you want to put it like that over the last 30 to 40 years 
Uh, and it's made our country a much, much worse place to live in. It has, and it's ruined an awful lot. Um, stay yeah. with us, though, Rod. We've got lots to talk about, including your su- suggestion in The Spectator uh, earlier this week uh, that perhaps you should have a 12-year electoral cycle uh, instead of a five-year one. But we'll come back to that, plus much else besides. We'll take more of your calls as well. This is Talk TV. See it, hear it, think it. Talk Radio and Talk TV. The home of common sense. Talk Radio and Talk TV. Welcome back to the Independent Republican, Mike Graham, right here on Talk TV. We're talking to Rod Little, uh, columnist at the Times of the Sun, of course, and the Spectator. Um, we should have a quick mention, honorary mention, should we not, uh, Rod, to uh, Mr. Ed Davey, or Sir Ed Davey. Nobody can tell me what he got his knighthood for. I don't know whether you know, do you? Yes, but I can't repeat it on, uh, on <laughs> television. <laughs> for being a... Uh, I mean, I think he's... <clears throat> one of the most ludicrous politicians that we've ever had in this he country. Is. He is an absurdity yeah. uh, and uh, and a half-wit. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I've been in debates with him, and he's, he's, he's as I've suggested in The Sun, he seems to have the the intellectual capacities of a hamster's nutsack, um, <laughs> which is the only way I can put it. Uh, and he has now delivered himself of the opinion that women can have penises. Quite clearly, in his words. Quite clearly have been. Well, it would be clear, I suppose, if they had them. Yeah. Um, uh, they'd be that bold. Um, I, I, you know, and this is counter, of course, to science. It's counter to common sense. It's and biology. To, and to biology. It's counter to, counter to, to, to everything. Um, and I, I think it would be interesting. Uh, the Lib Dems are beginning to pick up a few votes from uh, disaffected Tories in the southwest. Uh, and indeed in parts of the South East. Yes. And I think it would be a good idea if some of these well-brought-up middle-class people just took a bit of a longer look at both Ed Davey and that woman who looks like Velma off Scooby-Doo, who's one of his uh, one of his front benchers, yeah. and some of the other um, uh, rabble. Are who, you talking about the pansexual woman? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know if she's pansexual or... or uh, is she pansexual? Is she that is it, pansexual, which apparently she's not two spirit. Anything goes. No, no. It's it's uh, you can sort of have sex with any within anything. Layla Moran. She once upbraided me in the tent of shame on uh, College Green um, because I was reminding her of uh, how in 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 times of uh, of independence, it's not always great because uh, people get get their heads cracked open in Catalonia by the Spanish police. And she, who yeah. once famously was um, arrested for beating or throwing a computer at her partner asked me not to use such violent language because it was upsetting. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, yeah, no, no, she, I mean, she's a starter. Um, uh, <coughs> and, and the rest of them, I mean, they are on, on, the, on these woke issues, which we spend too much time probably talking about, the Liberal Democrats are worse than Labour. Yeah. You know, they are worse than Labour. And we ought to... I, I think that some of the people who are now thinking of voting for these morons should uh, should take a closer look at the sort of rubbish which yeah. spills daily out of Ed Davies' mouth. But whenever there's any kind of sort of um, blip in the polls, if you like, and any kind of, you know, suggestion that the two-party system might not be working terribly well, they always think they're going to be in government. And they never are. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I don't quite see why people don't turn to the Social Democratic Party, which is what they should do, Mike, yes. but there we are. Um, well, maybe uh, one day they will. Tell us about your plan to, to, to increase the electoral term. 
Oh, uh, did, did that, that, I wrote about that in the Sunday Times. Yes, my, yeah, sorry, yes, it was the Sunday Times, wasn't it? Um, 12 yeah. years instead of five? Well, it was just an idea. I mean, one of the main problems which faces us at the moment is, is, uh, is short-termism. It's why we've got a housing crisis. It's why we are in hock to uh, half the world for our energy. Yes. You know, because nobody wants to build a nuclear power station because it won't come online for more than 10 years. Therefore, the government won't get any credit for it. And that's true across a whole array of issues, you know, including transport infrastructure and so on. Mm. And it struck me that given that by and large we vote for governments for 10 to 12 year spells, if you look at our history since 1900, almost every t- government has lasted 10 to 12 years, you know, uh, 17 years right. in some cases, um, that that it might actually uh, uh, g- give us a way to get out of the short-termism which currently do- which dogs the political firmament at the moment, and that uh, a, a government would have 10 or 12 years to make a plan which would, in- whereby the investment which they put into science and technology to nuclear energy or so on would come to fruition and people would see it. Uh, because short-termism really is a problem now. I mean, it's getting worse and worse because of such things as social media and the rise of the professional politician who has no kind of business hinterland and who therefore depends on being re-elected every time. Um, just an idea. I, I don't actually want a thousand-year Reich or anything like that. I mean, that <laughs> You'll be accused that. of that, though, of course. I will, of course, be accused of that uh, or sounding a bit like Napoleon. Yes. Yeah. Um, but... but uh, I mean, something has to be done to uh, to engender a long-term approach to really, really difficult issues, such as migration, for example. Yeah. Migration well, you're right. I mean, absolutely everything that we touch now has has a sort of sound of, of, of an emergency. And it's another yeah, emergency, right. and we have to solve the emergency and then move on to the next emergency and then the next emergency. And it yeah. kind of just goes round and round in a great big circle of emergencies. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I mean the, the, chief, the chief objection... To, to my idea, is what if it was Corbyn? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or what, if it, what if it was Liz Truss? Yes. And yeah, I see that. But but I think that the the benefits, I, I think the electorate would look differently when it came to voting uh, if, if they knew that the party was going to be in power for 10 years or 12 years. Mm. Uh, and I think that even if there were the prospect of Corbyn or Truss getting their mitts on power for 10 to 12 years, the benefits still outweigh the, the deficits, you know. Um, I, I, because I can't think of another way of, of avoiding this short-termism. Uh, though one uh, prominent Conservative MP, when he read the piece I'd written, texted me immediately to say, you want to get rid of short-termism? Abolish the Treasury. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's an idea. Now, I'm going to finish up with a little treat for you because I don't know whether you've seen that the Just Stop Oil nutters were down at the Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea Flower Show today, but I'm delighted to say that Middle England is finally revolting against them. Here they are throwing sort of orange paint around the place in some kind of powdered form, but you'll see on the right-hand side shortly um, what can only be described as what looks like a sort of um, a very proper gardener uh, who wanders over with a um, with a with a hose pipe and just starts spraying them with it? Oh, here she comes. Good for her. Isn't that great? Well, so it's kind uh, of the revenge yeah. of the middle classes. Finally, yeah, no, absolutely. So it absolutely. took it took Chelsea Flower Show to sort everybody out. Yes, 
And it's, a sh- it's a shame it's just water, really, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> well, it could have been paint. If it was paint, it that could have been, been paint. better. Yes. All that, all that yes. stuff they, they spray on... Um, uh, it could you know, have been... It- Napalm. Well, well, you did, I was thinking. I was thinking more of that stuff that you when you open the bags full of stolen money, and it's just that ink that never indelible ink that never oh, yes, leaves you. Right. Yes, you walk right. around like a blue faced yes. for the rest of time. But there we are. They've been arrested, uh, and they've now been taken off site. We'd be pleased to know. But there we are. Um, yeah. Great to see you as ever, Rod. Thank you very much Thanks. indeed. Rod Little, columnist for the Times and the Sun and the Spectator, of course. Uh, a bit of good news at the end there. Spraying the Just Stop Oil maniacs with water seems to be the way forward. I think they just need a bigger hose and a stronger uh, force of water. Next time we're on a bridge, maybe. This is Talk TV. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. So if you enjoyed that, be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio, via DAB, online or via the Talk Radio app. If you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. The independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. 